episode number 128. You can buy a Camaro GT4R. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? Oh, what a busy week it's been. Yeah, it's been crazy. Busy. It's definitely been busy. Kind of, There's kind of like a wrapping up the summer field of things. I think next week is the official first day of fall. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to think of that. Uh-huh. The weather couldn't be better here. I mean, we're in the 80s. As far as next week, it's supposed to be 80s all next week. So, I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then. It's going to be in the 60s the week after. Yeah, and then it just blows up from there. Well, not not down here. It's still going to be like in the 70s, high 70s. But yeah. I, don't, I don't know about you. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We do have a lot of cool stuff to talk about today. We do. We have some, some this week. cool tidbits of uh, news that we can talk about this week. We're going to talk about, of course, the GT4R that... Uh, Camaro enthusiast will be able to buy. Holy crap. Um, let's see here. What's Hennessy got up his sleeve? Probably something wild. <laughs> I'm going to talk about LS Fest. LS Fest. Yeah. Um, that I jumped in my car and drove to just after we recorded last week's episode. I know we, Christy told me we got a couple of voicemails. I've released a new video. Okay. I want everybody to go and watch it. And uh, maybe we'll talk about the competition as we always do towards the end of the show. God damn it. <laughs> maybe maybe okay so the the headline of our show you can buy a camaro gt4r so our good friends over at gm authority posted this article this week uh chevrolet camaro gt4r customer sales to begin in january 2018 so yes uh says race teams may want to hold off on purchasing any new vehicles because the race prepped camaro uh GT4R will soon be available for purchase. What's well, basically a race-ready ZL11LE car. This <laughs> wow. So me and you were talking before the show. First, we had a Copo that you can use for drag racing. Obviously, mm-hmm. doesn't have a VIN number. Can't drive it on the street and get it insured. I wonder if this is going to be the same way. I'm guessing it probably will be. I'm thinking it will be. It'll. I'm assuming it's going to have Lexan windshields and a roll cage and and um, a suspension and entire combination that you just wouldn't want to have on the street. No doubt. I don't think it's just going to be a ZL11 LE with some stickers. No, no. Uh, it says uh, Sports Car 365 confirmed with program manager Sean Megger that Megger, the, Megger. the Camaro GT4R will be offered to customer teams. Customer teams. Mm-hmm. beginning in January 2018, but the focus will be solely on the North America region. He says right now we're basically in the process of getting back to a bunch of people who have been inquiring about when we will have cars, uh, Megger says. Uh, we've had interest in the U.S. and globally. We're just trying to reach out to people who have reached out to us first. And tough. It's tough in terms of getting everyone a 
car that they want. Initially, 8 to 10 cars will be built by GM and will manage the production of the race car to coincide with demand. It's not a quick process, however. Some components have a long lead time attached to them. So like you said, it's not going to be a Z011 LE car with some stickers slapped on it. That says GT4R on the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was their car that they entered into the IMSA and World Challenge Series, and it's basically a race-ready version of the Camaro ZL1 1LE. It's also the first turnkey race car from the brand built to global regulations. Uh, Mager says plans for European, European sales are being discussed now, but it depends on the race car's success in North America. Interesting. Pretty cool how Camaro is getting even more so of a presence um, in, in motorsports. Interesting. So we got, like, like I said before, we got Copo on the drag racing side, and now we're going to have GT4R on the other side of the aisle. Not mm-hmm. a bad option to choose from when you're, when you're going to look for a car. It's like, hey, <laughs> I, I want to drive a Camaro on the street and a Camaro on the racetrack and a Camaro on the, the other part of the racetrack. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. This is awesome. And let's, I'm excited. Let's about think this. about this for, for a minute. Um, Stevenson Racing. Yeah. Probably the first thing that comes to everybody's mind when they talk about the GT4R. I believe that they had to basically do what we said General Motors wouldn't do, and that's that's um, take just get it start with a ZL11 LE. Yeah. And then they have to build it themselves. This may be more of a factory. Well, like I said, turnkey race car. Yeah. You know, able to be tweaked by the teams that buy it, but not having to be built or buy a body in white and, and build it all from scratch, too. Yeah, so if you have a race team, uh, I guess you can contact uh, Chevrolet and inquire. I- I'm sure the list will grow, and they'll, I don't know if they'll, uh, you know, oh, interesting. I-, I bet you we see something at SEMA about this. I bet oh, you, yeah. I bet you we see something at SEMA. Like, mm-hmm. they'll do, I don't know, one of 69 cars and auction one off to <laughs> Hendrick <laughs> Racing. <laughs> yeah, instead of auctioning it off, they might, just, might as well just say, all right, Rick, how much you got? Rick, Rick, come here, come here, come here. Can you open up your checkbook here? Uh, how much are you willing to give to our charity? Okay, that's good. Here, here you go. Here, have a car. <laughs> because we know you're going to win anyways. <laughs> yeah, well. No, it's it's good. It's good publicity. It is. Definitely. Oh, well, that's oh, cool. I can't, I, I can't wait to see the details on it. Yeah. So we'll keep following this as it progresses. What do we got here next? Oh, uh, Hennessy's doing nutty things again. Nutty. More. Nutty. Uh, let me tell you. Hennessy is definitely working the marketing edge with this car. Let me tell you. You know, ever since the Demon came out and, and like, Chrysler was, you know, teasing the Demon uh, for months there at a time, mm-hmm. what better than to come out with the exorcist to exercise the demon right and first 959 the, horsepower yeah. of exorcism yeah the, the thousand horsepower chevy camaro uh to exercise the demon well now they're gonna do one better they're well they're gonna remove the top and it's gonna be a convertible exorcist a whopping 959 horsepower and 756 foot-pounds of torque at the rear wheels. Both figures best the Dodge Demon, though. This is an aftermarket job with no corporate restrictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hennessy plans to build 100 examples 
of the Camaro, though it's unclear what the ratio of coupes to convertibles will be. HPE will also offer an Exorcist conversion program for those who already own a 6th generation Camaro ZL1. The company says to watch for new videos of the Exorcist Camaro convertible to come soon, including one that shows testing. We'll definitely be waiting for that. Definitely. This is the horsepower wars are just off the hook. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's just gotten stupid now. Thousand horsepower, nine hundred and fifty horsepower. What's next? Twelve hundred horsepower. I I don't know. Where where do you stop? Where do you stop? Well, I'll tell you exactly where you stop when the money runs out. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like uh, the money's going a lot longer. <laughs> um, I mean, a lot I mean, more. Definitely, you get more car for the money nowadays. Oh yeah. Well, what what I meant by that, just just for the record, was. Uh... You know where does it stop when when you when you when you can when you can when it stops at how much you can write the check for I'll, I'll, that's what I mean. Okay, so we're gonna link that up in the show notes as well. And something else Hennessy's doing. They posted a video of them driving their new Camaro ZL1 1LE test. I guess their test car. I guess around their their shop area. Um, I'm gonna link this up in the show notes as well because I, I found it an interesting drive. And talk with John Hennessy. I, I didn't realize they were affected by Hurricane Harvey. Um, and, and he kind of talks a little bit about what, what's going on in Houston there. And uh, we talked about this last week as well. I feel horrible for those guys, and families, and, and everybody out there in Houston that's been affected by the hurricane. And now, Florida. <laughs> Florida got hit, hit pretty hard last week, too. So. Um, we're definitely thinking of everybody out there, and but I'm gonna link this 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 video up in the show notes, so you guys take a look at it as well. Now, you, my friend, tell us what you did last weekend. I did the podcast with you, just like we're doing <laughs> now, and then I headed up to Bowling Green. Bowling Green. Bowling Green, and went to LS Fest. Let me tell you. Let me let me tell you something, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been to LS Fest before a few times. This was, without a doubt, the best LS Fest ever. It's just in terms of attendance. It was it. This has become a big event. Cool. A big event. the The parking lot area was full of spectator cars. The pits were full of race cars. <clears throat> Excuse me. There was um, there was just so much to see at this event. And it, the the neat part is it's all based on. An engine platform that, as we mentioned in the last week's episode, twenty that's twenty years old. Yep, yep. And, and it's 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 not losing any steam. That's cool. It was it was lots of great racing, lots of copos. They had a, the uh, Frankenstein engine dynamics, which if you're not familiar with Frankenstein, which a lot of people aren't yet, but I have a feeling that they will. Um, it's owned by a guy named Chris Frank, and they did a lot of um, like private label cylinder head service um to race teams and everything and then they started their own thing and so they sponsored the copo shootout um and then the lingenfelder was there with their display um with their cars and they sponsored a shootout and they were selling their houston strong t-shirts um they talked to kirsten lingenfelder always or kristen excuse me uh always a pleasure to, to talk to her and chat with her and catch up on things lingenfelder autocross road race burnout competition even even drifting, I still don't get drifting, but it's kind of fun to watch in person. So where was this held at? Was this at Beach Bend? 
This is at Beach Bend Raceway okay. or Motorsports Park or whatever the heck it's called. Now, I, I know not everybody's thrilled about hearing about an event that, they, that they've missed, but I, I hope this incites you to put it on your calendar for next year. It's, it, I believe it's always going to be in Bowling Green because Holly puts it on, and they're based out of Bowling Green. And they also have LS Fest West, which they just started, I think, this year. Yeah, the first one. Over, yep, in, in yep. Vegas, right? Yep, and that was huge too. So I think the LS Fest are going to get bigger and better over the years. Um, I, I, it was just really, it was really cool. Met a lot of cool people. In fact, I mentioned Chris Frank a little bit ago. Um, I did a quick interview with him, which I'm going to be posting the video of uh, shortly here in the near future. Um, specifically regarding the LS seven cylinder head work that he does, because there's a lot of controversy about the LS seven cylinder head in both the Corvette and the Camaro. Hmm. Uh, super, super cool guy. Uh, who else did I uh, do an interview with? Uh, I don't know. I, it was a blur and I got to go through my media footage. I haven't been able to because of work, but I tell you what, I'm, I'm glad I went. It was worth the drive. It was worth the 15 bucks to get in. Oh, wow. Cool. Sounds, sounds good. So how, how, how far is, is, is uh, beach Bend from your house? From my house, yeah, about fifty minutes. Not bad. Not not quite an hour. Oh, in leaving, dude, leaving when we left, we left at like three o'clock. I think the event went until like six or something like that. When we were leaving, the line to get in was still at least two miles long. What? Like it was a line of cars waiting to get in. Dang. I don't know what the holdup was. Somebody said that it was they they estimated a total of a five hour drive to get in. Or five-hour wait to get in. <laughs> what yeah. the heck? I, I don't know what it was. I I think they were kind of going... I'm not going to make accusations, so if I'm wrong, I don't I don't mean to be, but I think they were just kind of going slow at the money-collecting at the gate thing and, and, and directing traffic and everything because I don't think they expected the volume that they had. Wow. Dang. So Waze had, me to, had us take a really weird back route to get there and kind of plopped us right there and... But seriously, on the way out, it was nuts. That is crazy. So, yep. so they're doing another LS Fest West next year in Vegas. The so that will that be the next one? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me check here. So I want to say it was around April, May last year was when uh, LS Fest West was, was. Okay, here we go. LS Fest West. LS LS Fest West May May 4th through the 6th 2018 at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. There you go. 230 days from now. Wow. It was awesome to see some cars, some of the cool cars there. 1320 video was there. Is see any of our friends was Jim there? Which Jim? McIlvain. Oh, McIlvain. No, no he was not, but the Optima trailer was. Okay. In fact, the weird part is is that I know that a lot of our friends were there. I didn't see a single one of them. Really? There's probably so many. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, Jeff Lee was there. I know that uh, um, Pro Stock John was there. Just didn't get a chance to run into him. Rick Seitz was there. I know. He, I yep. know he was there. Missed him too. Hmm. It's crazy. Okay. But well, that's cool. Well, that's cool. You got to go. Yeah. Got to go. Speaking of meetups, let's not forget uh, SEMA Las Vegas. Coming we are up. doing our Camaro Show meet and greet. Um, Wednesday. Gosh, I, every time. Wednesday, Wednesday November Wednesday. 1st. Yes, that's right. 2017 at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at the Las in Las Vegas at the Octane Lounge Bar in the Excalibur Hotel Casino. Upstairs next to Buca de Beppo and Thunder <laughs> from Down Under. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we have an event set up for this on our Facebook page. So head on over to facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. 
and you'll see that right linked in the event. Go ahead, add yourself to the event if you want to come, um, or or not, just show up. And that's all. It's all good. Yep. Buy, as always, it's a come as you are. Leave when you gotta. Buy your friend a drink. And Chris a drink. <laughs> I'm putting. Uh, no, we are not buying drinks for everybody. Yeah. No, you know who is Pete Baska? Uh, he 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 is scheduled to attend. It says so. Oh, drinks are on Pete. <laughs> no, 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 not true, not true. All right, um, what we got going on for voicemails, buddy? We've got a couple voicemails this week. Let me uh, let me play the first one here. Wait, wait, just a couple? Yo, yo, yo! What is up, guys? It's AJ, the resident Mustang guy, calling in, and I just finished listening to the most recent episode of the podcast. And I want to just clarify something real quick. Uh, I think what I was saying about the aftermarket kind of got lost in translation. Um, I was using print media as an example, as uh, you know, because a lot of advertising used to be in magazines, and we it used to be, you know, right there in your face, you know, and you know people had subscriptions and they would buy. You know, now like you said, we consume things differently um, as far as internet, but it's so fast paced. People really don't slow down to look at things anymore, but it's, it's easier to find these things, such as if you see advertising on TV, you can just pick up your phone and look it up. But um, like I said, the aftermarket sells cars, and I just really don't see a whole lot of aftermarket advertising for the fifth gen. I know it's there. I've seen it. Um, but unlike the fifth gen, which was so heavily customized, and there were so many 15s cars that were customized out on the roads, and, you know, you saw them all the time. The 6-gen, you don't really see it as much. Like I said, I know the parts were there, but, you know, you just don't really see it. Most of the cars that I see on the road, like I said, were only have aftermarket wheels on them, maybe some stripes, and a few of the Chevrolet performance parts body uh, modifications on them. And that's really about it. And I think I wonder if, you know, just people not seeing the aftermarket aftermarket support, if that's a factor in people buying the cars. And so that's what I was uh, saying about the aftermarket. Oh, and about the sales. You know, Mustang sales are down, and I think it's because people are waiting on the 18th. People have ordered their cars, so now they're waiting on the 18th to come out, and dealerships are trying to push out, you know, 17. So I think that's why the sales are down on the Mustang. And the sales are up on the Challenger, I think, due to the hurricane, because what's good when there's a lot of water? A boat. You need a boat in the water. That's why the Challenger sales are up. But that's all I want this week, you guys. Talk to you later. Hey, Jay, thanks for calling in there, buddy. Uh, just He's just clarifying what he what he talked about last week. Uh, advertising, uh, marketing, aftermarket. I don't know. I say wait a little while. I'm, I'm sure you're going to see the aftermarket. Uh, the, the aftermarket's there. You're just not seeing the cars. Um I don't know. I, I see them at events. I see the cars yeah, at the, the events. Thing. Go to events. Yeah. The uh, the fifth gens were all over the place because they were, they made so many of them too. Uh, and and like we talked about when we were at SEMA before the fifth gen came out, people the, the aftermarket was standing ten deep in line to get their hands on those and measure it. Remember, mm-hmm. they they had those measuring clinics and whatnot so they could measure different parts to make their their stuff. Um, the sixth gen's a different car. The aftermarket's there. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, it's 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 also not not that old of a platform. I mean, it takes time to develop things. Absolutely. So just give it a little more time, and I'm sure you're going to see it. And if you don't, just go to any car show, and you'll. Yeah. I, I remember 
when I get be, I get my cars to a good spot, I'm like, yeah, this is pretty badass. I'm like, okay, and then I go to an event, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty much at the bottom of the barrel <laughs> compared to what's what's out there. You never know. I mean, I remember going to that uh, Camaro Fest in Indy, and um, it seemed like everybody was putting lighting packages on their car. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. That's I, I am so. One of the reasons why the Camaro team built a lighting package into the sixth generation Camaro. <laughs> yeah, just just so not a fan. Yeah. Oh. Well. Okay. Well, thanks for calling that's in, just, AJ. That's just me, though. That's just me. Yep. Thanks, uh, buddy. Um, if you guys want to get your uh, voicemails in, and you you want to talk about that, and you want to talk about aftermarket, you want to talk about sixth gen, here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, we got one other voicemail here. Here we go. Hi, this is Brian from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I'm going to see if I am the first one calling about the license plate. It is Slayer, SL4, the number 4. Y number three R slay for you and my name is Brian and my phone number is three one four. Oh, oh, yep. Okay, uh, well, uh, Brian, uh, I think Brian got it there. <laughs> nope, wrong. <laughs> well, wrong. Let me tell you something. Brian's the only one who called in, so Brian wins. <laughs> no, he's actually right. He is actually very right. Um, uh-huh. I, I, yeah, I wonder, I wonder why he got that because I just, just what was it today or yesterday? Yeah. As we record this anyway, which would make it Thursday, I posted the picture on the uh, Camaro Show Facebook page. Yep. But, Chris, you said he called in before that. Uh, this voicemail was received Thursday at 2.54 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I guess you're going to have to check the picture. I'm, I'm pretty sure this came in before you posted. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't maybe think not. so. I, I think he got it. I, I think he saw it, and I think he just picked up the phone immediately and called it. Cause, uh, maybe. Let's see, Camaro show. Let's see what time you posted that. That was twelve forty-two yesterday. So that'd be one forty-two Eastern time. Yeah, is when I posted it. So he saw the picture and he he won. Yeah, so. he called about an, an hour later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, he was the only that's one what you called. get. You snooze, you lose. And Brian, that's sir, right. you didn't snooze, so you win. <laughs> you, you get in, you win. That's how's yeah, that? that's yeah? right. Got right. it. So, yeah, and you do win a Camaro prize pack, courtesy of the prize vault that I've got stuck in my garage. Um, <laughs> I got some cool stuff from Chevrolet and probably and possibly some stuff from my own personal collection. But uh, anyway, it's going to be a big old surprise, and cool. you need to get me your address. So email me your shipping information at jason at camarashow.com. And uh, just for good measure, put that same phone number in there that you left on our voicemail so I can make sure that... It matches you. Up. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, moving on here. You did a new video for Covercraft? Okay. So here, here's the thing. I know we're getting short on time, so I'll try to be brief. Um, uh, it was seven years ago at the NEOCC show, Northeast Ohio, North, Northeast Ohio Camaro Club show there in uh, – in uh, Northeast Ohio and uh, at the summit headquarters. And uh, it was, I had my 2010 Camaro. I had a Covercraft car cover that I'd bought on clearance because they were blowing out that particular color of fabric or whatever. And uh, I never used it before, but it was going to start raining. So I put the cover on and then I went inside the hotel, came out to look at the car and I noticed that the water was sheeting off it in a really neat looking way. So I went out and played with the water and you know, it it was really neat. And I made a quick YouTube video out of it just with my phone, just for fun. 
it got kind of not a ton of attention, but it got some attention. And uh, Covercraft actually said, hey, thanks for posting that. Very cool. So I ran into the Covercraft guys at SEMA, kind of got to know them a little bit. Cool guys. Um, fast forward to now, I have my Corvette in the garage. And uh, somebody posted on my on that video, that seven-year-old video, saying that the, uh, the video was useless or, no, worthless because I didn't lift the cover to prove that water didn't get underneath the cover, which I did, did not really cover in the video because I didn't think about it. And I did mention in, in the video description, yes, the car was, other than a few dots, the car was completely dry. So I'm thinking, I'm seeing this, this jackass saying, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lie about that for a, a 45-second video. Why? Okay. Oh, you know what? Okay, tell you what. I'll prove it. So what did I do? Ordered up another Covercraft Weathershield HP car cover and the, uh, and the lock in the bag because it's just something you pretty much want to have with it. And I made a video of putting my perfectly detailed Corvette in my driveway, throwing the cover on it, and just annihilating it with the water hose. <laughs> like, like, like more than what a, uh, even a heavy rainstorm would do, and then not cutting the camera away and proving how good it works. So I posted that on my YouTube channel, and Chris, I would uh, assume you're going to link that up in the show notes. You betcha. Be I had fun with it. Cool. Excellent. I'm going I'm to go watch that right after this. Does the, 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 did you play with the water again like you did on your first one? A little bit. A little bit. Cool. cool. It was kind of neat looking, but <laughs> since I had, I, now you can order them custom colors. So with Ooh. my car being silver, I made, you can have like, like two tone, like one color on the side and another on the top. So I made it silver on the top with black on the sides. Um, nice. and so it does, yeah. Well, you'll see it in the video. Cool. Cool. I will link that up in the show notes and everybody else can take a look at it too. Um, last thing we want to talk about, you said you sent this link and I, and I just started reading it and I started getting kind of, kind of pissed off. Yeah. Um, you know, the Dodge Demon is, is supposed to be, how did, how did they put that? They're trying to not get the markups, the dealers, because you have to order it for a particular person, um, Mm -hmm. that you won't pay more than MSRP. Well, of course scumbag dealers have figured out a way around that and they are now auctioning off the right to buy what the heck is that is that you or me <laughs> that wasn't me um the right to purchase a dodge demon what dun, dun, dun. I, where did that this, come from must unless, have been you unless it's on this page i don't see any videos on here i don't know <laughs> Uh, well here's the thing ferrari did this with the la ferrari and they've done it with a lot of cars and the high-end supercars they do that i think didn't it cost a million dollars just for the right to buy a la ferrari i don't know i I think it was something like that maybe that's just a nasty rumor but but they're doing it but that's the fact that's the manufacturer doing it dodge is saying no don't do it that don't 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 be a jerk well i guess yeah like you said they're having random dudes Auction off the right to buy a Dodge Challenger. Right. right. Demon. Yeah. So this one here I, I see on the, the drives page, um, $128,000. $128,000. Come on. Really? Uh, oh, no, no. $130,000. Buy it now. <sighs> now, is that for the, the for the car or like we're talking about for the right to buy the car for another 100000 
Well, here the article says, obviously dealers did not want to hear any sort, any of the sort, and have found a clever way to get around markup regulations. Recently, dealers have been turning to third-party eBay auctions for the answer. According to reports, dealers are turning to eBay and having random dudes auction off the right to buy a Dodge Challenger Demon at MSRP. So, instead of paying well over... 120000 for a Dodge Challenger Demon. They buyer is actually paying for the ability to buy the car at MSRP. So it looks like that auction right there is just mm-hmm. for the ability to purchase the car at, at MSRP. Doesn't include the car price. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> that is That is just... Well, you know Asinine. what, though? I mean... Well, I, I guess if you got more money than brains, the sure. sense, yeah, yeah. Oh, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me my demon. Yeah, I'm a jackass. I'm, 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 I paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a demon. Well, it ended. Uh, let's see here at thirty one thousand dollars that listing. Okay, so they're paying one hundred fifty thousand. Yep. 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 So, uh, even it says the $30,000 is only for our allocation. What was that? I'm not doing nothing, dude. I'm not either. <laughs> In fact, I'm not. I don't even have the ability to do it. It doesn't pipe through from my computer that oh, way. Oh, that's right. So, Whoop. what the heck? So it's it's you, man. I don't know where it's coming from. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So for thirty thousand dollars, it says you get to build it the way you choose. Pick the color and the options. The sticker depends on what options you choose to add. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb. I don't know, dude. I don't know. So if you want to dodge demon. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, sucker. Good luck, sucker. Exactly. <sighs> I think that's it for the show, dude. I think uh, we've run out of our topics and yep. time. <laughs> yes, sir, we did. But it was a good show. We, we thank yep. you all for listening. And uh, gosh, man, get your voicemails in. We haven't heard from you dudes in a while. Yeah. Call us. E- except, except you, Postal Dave and Resident Mustang Guy. Give somebody else a chance. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we love hearing phone calls from, yeah. from everybody, so. Well, let's get out of here. All right. See you next week, guys. See you. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.